forget to mention, we've got monsters that come from the mud. And little Miss Anna Ackland, those that seem to catch on fire in the black eyes of a child. Legends of those skin-walking beings in that time the devil possessed a tree. Faces, abductions, and strange disappearances, extrasensory, other dimensions, and experiments. Cryptids, hauntings, and Hillary Porter on writing strange titles Naoka Kahara. If you're still hungry, well, we've got something handy. Sit back and enjoy another piece of weird candy. Hey, hey, what's up, my fellow weirdos? Happy Tuesday and the butthole of the work week. Hopefully at this point, you guys are getting used to it because I know we are. <laughs> That's why it doesn't bother us so much anymore. We're just used to it now. Yeah. My name is Chris and with me as always is Isaiah. Joke, but nobody laughs. Isaiah. Oh, yeah. It's all right, buddy. Yep. We've learned over our years here that not every joke is a, a home run. We obviously laugh at our own idiot stuff. That's all that matters. Nobody else is laughing. Well, obviously somebody is because we keep getting downloads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we love you for all the downloads. 20,000 downloads, guys. Whoop, whoop. And more and more every week, I notice, yeah. dude. You guys are killing it, and we thank you, weirdos, because without you, what's the point? How you doing? Well, I didn't realize that my name was so Old Testament until today. Yeah? Yeah, it was a very Old Testament name. Well, it's not yeah. my fault that nobody laughs. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you, Gus. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just feeling very Old Testament, you know? Yeah? yeah. Like uh, you're going to smite some motherfuckers? Yeah, I'm, I'm smiting bitches everywhere. With the jawbone of an ass? Yep. That's what's up. Ted Cruz, Lindsey Graham. <laughs> I got a list. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So if you guys were with us, you know, last week, I don't remember what we talked about, but I'm sure it was fucking awesome. This week's going to be even more awesome. How'd you forget? Do you remember what we talked about last week? All random bullshit questions. Yeah. Ah, yes. Yeah. So last week we just took it off the cuff. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. Chuck took one on the lips. You know, <laughs> it happens. <laughs> That's Old Testament too, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Swallow not lest ye be swallowed. <laughs> oh, I'm all about it. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, this week we're going to check out a book that, okay, so it's definitely a fictional book. We think. Is it though? We think. As far as historical records show, this book was created by someone we've talked about before in a Mythos episode, H.P. Lovecraft, Howard Philip Lovecraft. Now, this guy what thrived. What a great author. Oh, dude. Yeah. Amazing. And he thrived through the 20s and uh, early 30s before he eventually died. But he wrote probably some of the greatest horror that has inspired everyone ever since for this episode just because of what it's covering we're offering a very very special for you guys for the low low price of 99.99 you can get your weird candy body condom to protect you from demons and succubi and succubines and all that fucking succubus and all that shit and if you're lacking in the weird candy demon condoms right or if now, you're lacking in size we do have smalls <laughs> <laughs> but if you don't have one right now maybe pause the episode and go order one right yeah. right because you're gonna need it chuck's waiting it's getting all sticky up in here chuck is standing by <laughs> <laughs> all right fuck it let's get into it So, at the beginning of the intro, we have someone named Simon. 
that claims that they received this text personally from the Mad Arab. Okay? The Mad Arab, Abdul Alzharad. Unfortunately, that name doesn't really work phonetically when you translate it into Arabic. Yeah, they don't really do names the way we do. All right, so we're going to move on. It is supposedly was written in the 8th century AD. As per the mythos, these pages contain the formula for evoking, quote, incredible things into visible appearance, beings and monsters which dwell in the abyss and outer space of the human psyche. 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 Did you do enough? No. Psyche. 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 It's all over the place. So the abyss and the outer space of the human psyche. Right, dude. So after a, a quite lengthy intro, we come to a section called, quote, worship of the ancient ones and history. 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 Do I need to add echoes to all of this? I think so. Okay. Yep. <laughs> a little extra work on the editing, but a little more fun in the end. Oh, yeah. It starts with the Bible passage of Job 3.8. Quote, let them curse it that curse the day who are skillful to rouse Leviathan. So, you know, that's pretty wild. Like right out of the gate, we're getting pretty wild stuff, you know? So the more we read, we find that Leviathan is the Hebrew name for the serpent Tiamat. It's thought that there was a cult or some shit or something that worshiped the, uh, quote, serpent of the sea or abyss. So I'm guessing like Leviathan is kind of translated into serpent of the sea or serpent of the abyss. Right. Every and again, everything that we're talking about here comes from, a, you know, a so-called translation of an ancient text. So we kind of got no choice I mean, to play along. You don't bro. want to take a dry Leviathan. Thanks, Gus. <laughs> we needed that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's enough. In Genesis 1-2, we find that the name for the abyss is Tihom, which is supposed to be the leftover name for Leviathan, and Leviathan is said to be the female counterpart of Cthulhu! Yes! With us so far? No? Well, catch the fuck up, you fucking moron! <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think I'm caught up, buddy. Yeah, we're, I'm lost. I'm completely fucking <laughs> lost, too, so don't feel bad, guys. Uh, my fellow weirdos, don't feel bad. I have no fucking clue what's happening here. So <laughs> this monster is supposedly well known throughout history and many, many, many different cultures. All right. Quote in China. However, there was an interesting twist far from being considered. Oh, oh, in China. However, there is an interesting twist far from being considered a completely hostile creature dedicated to the erasure of mankind from the page of existence. The dragon is given a place of preeminence, and one does not hear of a Chinese angel or saint striving to slay the dragon, but rather to cultivate it. The Chinese system of geomancy, feng shui, is the science of understanding the dragon currents which exist beneath the earth. These same telluric energies that are distilled in such places as Chartres Cathedral in France, Glastonbury Tour in England, and the Ziggurats in Mesopotamia, in both the European and Chinese cultures, the dragon or serpent is said to reside somewhere, quote, below the earth. It is a powerful force, a magical force, which is identified with mastery over the created world. It is also a power that can be summoned by the few and not the the many. Look, I'm not in the market for a mogwai right now or anything, dude. 
Oh, just don't get it wet after midnight, Chuck. Oh my God, you got it wet after midnight. I heard it. I hear I it cry in the background. Should I not do that? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) In the West, uh, the conjuration, cultivation, or worship of this power was strenuously opposed with the advent of the solar monotheistic religions and those who clung to the old ways, and they were effectively extinguished. Now, the wholesale slaughter of those so-called witches during the Inquisition is an example of this, as well as the solemn and twisted, that is to say, purposeless and unenlightened celibacy that the church espoused. For the Oregon of Wilhelm Reich is just as much Leviathan as the Kundalini of Tantric Adepts and the power raised by the witches. It has always, in at least the past 2,000 years, been associated with occultism and essentially with rites of evil magic or the forbidden magic of the enemy and of Satan and the twisting sacred spiral formed by the serpent of the Caduceus and by the spinning of the galaxies is also the same Leviathan as the spiral of the biologist code of life, DNA. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about that, Chuck? Um... I think I'm following. DNA spirals like a serpent leviathan. Yes. Right. Everybody gets pregnant. It's fun. Yeah. All yeah. right. What it's do you like got? It's like DNA spilled everywhere. <laughs> An earthquake at a sperm donor bank. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking DNA everywhere. <laughs> oh, fuck you, Gus. I saved one vial. Bad news. It has the name of Chris Wood on the label. That's going to be a damn good chat. That's what's up. All right, what do you got? So in today's Western culture, this is what we refer to as Wicca. Right. Wiccan magic. Sure. White magic. Right. It's the same thing. What's probably the most popular as far as movies go is the circle dancing under a full moon. Oh, yeah. That's honestly, like in all of those like movies about like, you know, pagan cults and witches and stuff. It's almost always naked, too. And it's like (laughs) not everybody there's hot. But I'm like, I could probably fuck at least two of them. (laughs) (laughs) I could get it up for him. (laughs) (laughs) He's turning it into a orgy porn. Uh, Hello, Wiccan. Hello. (laughs) Chuck, you there? Hello? (laughs) I'm not answering the door. (laughs) Last time you did, you didn't walk right for a week. (laughs) (laughs) Quote, the raising of the cone of power through the circle dancing is probably the simplest method of attaining results in rousing Leviathan. Are you sure you didn't mean arousing Leviathan? (laughs) No, you're right. It is... It is arousing. Even the ones that have clothes have that very thin satiny fabric on that flows. Yeah. It's it's not even a full robe. Hold on, man. I got to go to the bathroom real quick. I'll be right back, guys. (laughs) I I forgot to replenish the lube in the studio bathroom. Ah, you mother. All right, fine. I'm fine. Let's go. Just take the jerkins with you. No, there's there's nothing to cheer about, Gus. What the fuck's wrong with you? All right, come on. I guess he. I, I guess we do expect him to clean the bathroom. So <laughs> he's pretty excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> what do you got? So it goes on. Yeah, it goes on that this has been used by societies as diverse as dervishes in the Middle East and python dancers of Africa. Not to mention the round dances that were familiar to the Gnostic Christians and the ones held every year in the past at Chartres. 
It seems that over the years, while the male part still has a role, it's definitely more about the female side of things that is generally referred to as the goddess. Quote, the goddess has also been worshipped all over the world and under many names, but is still essentially the same goddess. That Tiamat was undoubtedly female is to the point and that the Chinese as well as Sumerians perceived of two dragon currents, male and female, gives researchers a more complex picture. The green dragon and the red dragon of the alchemist are thus identified as the positive and negative energies that compromise the cosmos of our perception as manifest in the famous Chinese yin-yang symbol. Okay, so just to sum up what we went through, okay? Quote, the goddess of the witches has two distinct forms. The ancient one, goddess of the dragon-like telluric power, which is raised in magical rituals, and the elder goddess, defeater of death, who brings the promise of resurrection and rejuvenation to her followers, those who must reside for a time after death and between incarnations in what is called the Summerland. And then there was, like, editorial notes saying instead of Summerland, Sumerland, like Sumeria. Okay. But it was written Summerland, Okay. And it goes on. The name Lamas has a curious origin in the dunes at Sumer. And again, we're going back to Sumer, Sumeria. You know what I mean? It is not less than the name of one of the four mythological beasts of the astrological fixed signs. Lamas being the name of the half-lion, half-man guardian of Leo, the sign governing most of August when the Feast of Lamas takes place, and Uster being that of Aquarius, uh, which occurs in February, Sed, which is that of Taurus, which occurs in May, and Natig, that of Scorpio, which occurs in November. I do not believe that this is a fantastic assumption, the Sumerian origin of the Feast of Lamas. Indeed, it seems just as valid as the ideas of Idris Shah concerning craft etymology as presented in his book, The Sufis. It is also not far-fetched to assume that these four beasts were known to the entire region of the Middle East as they appear on the Sphinx in Egypt and have become the symbols of the four evangelists of the Christian New Testament. I found that super Hmm. fucking crazy interesting, you know? And, like, if you look into it, yeah, dude. It's fucking insane. And they say this is an ironic and splendid result of the ignorance of the Greek religious historians concerning the ancient mysteries. Next up, we have the horned moon. Not the horny moon, Chuck. Not the horny moon. Although, as we'll soon see, it's probably not too far off. Yeah, you're not too far off, buddy. Uh, Quote, as mentioned, the god of the moon was called Nana by the Sumerians. By the later Sumerians and Assyrians, he was called Sin. In both cases, he was the father of the gods of the planetary realm, the Zonai, and he was depicted as wearing horns, a symbol familiar to the witches as representative of their god. The horn-shaped crown is illustrative of the crescent phases of the moon and were symbolic of divinity in many cultures around the world and were also thought to represent certain animals who were horned and worshipped for their particular qualities, such as the goat and the bull. They also represent sexual power see that's what's you. up homie I, I knew it and so just like again we're gonna reiterate uh with almost everything the catholic church has always been really fucking good at making things that they don't like work to their advantage they were super fucking good like for instance quote the fact that in ancient samaria and egypt horns were solely representative of evil gods but of many different deities was used by the christian church in their attempt to eradicate pagan faith. it was a simple enough symbol to identify with the altar of evil satan which the church depicted as a half animal half human creature with horns claws and sometimes a tail 
so like basically they stole this from these gods that maybe weren't all bad, weren't all good, but they just, they help people or they fucked you over if you fucked them over kind of thing. And the Christian church is like, we got you. We got this. Come on, Chuck. Come on, Chuck. (laughs) We got this. Right? Right? It's not my fault Chuck wasn't laughing. I was just waiting for you to get through it, man. It's the fucking lizard Illuminati, all right? That's all it is. I think that that's where this was going the whole time. The fucking lizard Illuminati. Oh, I see Chuck never wants to believe me, and then he gets probed, and they erase his memory, and he blames me for getting probed. Totally not cool, guys. You were to blame. I mean, you're the one that threw me under the bus. No, I was just faster than you. It's not my fault. Look, the slowest guy always gets probed. Everybody knows. (laughs) (laughs) And since you're taller, bigger, a little fatter, I'm fat, but he's a little fatter. I was able to outrun him that time. Next time, I'm just going to trip you. I'm going to tie your (laughs) shoes together before we even have to go. What is this? Like a fucking uh, uh, walking dead like experiment? Like if I tie the shoes together, the zombie, oh, (laughs) holy, can't walk. So it continues. So what is worse? The image of the devil is perpetuated by the church or the fact that it's simultaneously representative of sexual energy and can be safely compared to Jung's archetype of the shadow, the psychic repository of a man's innate maleness as the anima represents that part of a man, which is feminine. Yeah, that's a lot to fucking digest. It really is. So basically, in my mind, what they're saying is like, what's worse is you have the church's image of the devil. And it's like, okay, he's nothing but horrible sexual energy. And that's terrible. But then you have Jung, J-U-N-G. He was a famous, famous writer from Asia. Yeah, He has inspired a lot of what we know today to be like facts. He was very, very early in figuring out the psyche. So what's worse is that the church said, oh, this fucker is all about evil depravity or the fact that they compared it to the Japanese uh, version called the shadow, which is a psychic respiratory of a man's innate maleness. And, and it's also the anima represents the, that part of a man, which is feminine. You know, you have to figure like in certain cultures, every single male on this earth has a part that's male and female. And the female part is what makes us be tender during love or care or give a shit about other human beings. Yeah, while the male part is the shit. part that drives us to fight wars and kill and, and, you know, in the name of whatever, you know what I'm saying? So I kind of like it. It's weird, but it took me a while to break it down, but I did break it down. Yeah. And I feel like I'm pretty confident in the, you know, the conclusion I came to. So. Uh, Truly, the pictures painted of a satanic ritual by the pious Catholic clergyman was one of sexual orgies and perversions. And the handbook of the Inquisitors, the Malleus Maleficarum, which eventually I think we're going to have to cover too. Yeah. Every time we talk about a book, though, we get somebody going, we what find about another this one. book? Yeah. <laughs> which has been responsible for the deaths of many more people than even Hitler's Mein Kampf is full of detailed sexual imagery and reveals the nature of the souls of the monks who wrote it rather than of the innocence it was used to massacre. And I agree with this shit a hundred fucking percent. It's like, oh, okay, so this book was written and all this shit's written in it. And instead of saying, hey, (laughs) these monks are horny as fuck, we're going to use it to fucking kill some women that don't deserve to die. Well, the monks are damn horny because they just sit there alone in their monastery yeah. with no women around. Like, could you imagine? 
I'm going to meditate all day and not once am I going to want to stroke my cock. <laughs> I cannot think of it. I'm sorry. So eventually Satanism, Protestantism, and Judaism were inextricably woven together to form a patchwork quilt of evil that the church attempted to destroy during the Middle Ages with fire and sword. Sword. I like saying it that way. <laughs> As a matter of fact, a certain type of devil worship did exist during those times, but ironically, the acolytes of hell were usually never brought to trial. Something which stems from the fact that many of those who celebrated and attended the infamous black masses of the period were Roman Catholic clergymen, many of whom had been pressed into his service at a young age by their parents, who wished to see their sons brought up well-fed and and educated in those uncertain times where the church was the sole power and refuge. You're going mean, to start giving sermons on this shit, aren't I you? I am, dude. <laughs> I'm going straight to the satanic church after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, tell me that doesn't make sense. It's like, plain and simply, it's like, okay, they're fucking just charging these people. Black mass, witchcraft, uh, satanism, fucking all this evil shit, right? And they got everything they got, they got from fucking books written by the clergy over the years, over the centuries, over the decades, whatever, you know? Dude, that's insane. <laughs> Fuck you, Gus. Get out of here. Gus, I swear to God, we're about to replace you, Gus. <laughs> oh, who are we going to get to replace Gus? I don't care. Uh, we're about to replace yeah, you, Gus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah now you're sad, fucking prick. Oh, I love him. I love him. All right, what do you got to say? All right, man, let's check out what this book has to say about the devil. Oh, and for that, we have a special guest. What is your name again? We're just going to call you Drunk Priest. <laughs> this guy. This fucking guy, dude. <laughs> Did you understand that, Chuck? I, I No. No, me either. All right. I tried. Go ahead, I Drunk really Priest. Tried. We're going to call you Drunk Priest from here on out. That's it. All right, in, what do you got? In the ancient times... Pazuzu was a prime example of the type of devil of which the Sumerians were particularly aware. So there's many devils, is what you're saying. But the Sumerians were aware of this one in particular. But what about the other devils? They weren't they weren't worried about the They're other devils. They're not as important. <laughs> I didn't know there was different levels of devils. <laughs> yeah, apparently <laughs> I mean, that rhymes. I'm gonna write a song. Levels of devils. Levels of devils. I'll help you write it, dude. And which they depicted constantly in their carvings. See, they would depict these things in their statues, in, in their statues, in their carvings. Is that why they all had wieners and boobs? Yeah, that's how devils have all those things. Can I ask you a question? I've seen four pictures on your Facebook, uh, drunk priest, to where you are like fondling David's junk. You got anything to add for that? That was not me. That was that, that was you. Was, no. See, that's a Photoshop. <laughs> okay, fuck it. Move on. <laughs> the purpose of this iconography was, Oh, is it so the purpose of them photoshopping you? Yes, the same iconography, yes, that was part of the whole devil and the statues and all the sexual So you weren't trying to lick no, David's pee pee. I did not do that. Let's get on with this story. <laughs> all right, buddy. <laughs> the purpose of the iconography was to ward off the spiritual and psychic circumstances which would precipitate a plague or some other evil so you licked david's pp evil to destroy 
evil. <laughs> so you had to be evil to destroy the evil. So you that had to lick David's pee-pee. Sometimes the only way to fight fire is with fire. Sometimes the only way to fight sexuality is by licking a pee-pee. <laughs> that's what I feel. What do you think, Chuck? <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I, that's Maybe you could fight it that way. <laughs> but, uh... It seems like our buddy is fighting it that way. <laughs> you know, well, I cupped the balls, and I licked the head, and Satan was defeated. <laughs> oh, my God, this sucks. Go uh, ahead. Although the ancient people of the world were conscious of an entity we might call the author of all evil, the devil or Satan. Ah, Satan. As evident in the Sumerian... You know you sound like James Hetfield when you say... Creation. Uh, James Hetfield is on the naughty list. <laughs> you gonna give him a spanking? <laughs> He's naughty. You gotta give him a spanking. I gotta see this guy's naughty list. <laughs> <laughs> right. You shut up, you sons of beasts, you devil's children. Hey, did you see my hat? Oh, no, I took it off. It says, uh, I'm a son of a whore. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know if you just saw that, drunk priest. All right, continue. Now, this is all evident in the Sumerian creation epic and the rumored existence of the cult of Set of the Egyptians. The more pressing concern was usually the exorcism of Tiamat. She exists somehow, just as the abyss exists, and is perhaps indispensable to human life if we think of her as typifying the female quality of energy. Well, I would like to experience that. <laughs> if a hey, hey, drunk priest, if you could hook me up, I would like to experience that. I do not know how to put you in contact with the devil's whores. What about, can you put me in contact with God's whores? I would appreciate that. Their numbers are unlisted. Because I'm sure their halo like shrinks and grows to the side, you know, and like <laughs> does it, it, it like does some work for me. It's, it kind of works <laughs> like a cock ring is what I'm thinking, Drunk Priest. <laughs> you think so? What do you think, Chuck? Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what do you think, Drunk Priest? I don't think he has a thought. I think that you are already in hell because you are too stupid to be in heaven. Wait a minute. Now, if I'm in heaven, do I get Halo blowjobs? Although Marduk was responsible for halving the monster from the sea, the Sumerian tradition has it that the monster is not dead, but dreaming. Ooh, sleepy he is time. Sleep below the surface of the earth, strong, potent, dangerous, and very real. Her powers can be tapped by the knowledgeable who are skillful to rouse Leviathan. Although the Christian religion has gone to great lengths to prove that the devil is inferior to God and exists solely for his purpose as the tempter of man, surely a dubious raison d'etre, the Sumerian tradition acknowledges that the person of evil is actually the oldest, most ancient of the gods, 
See, now that makes more sense to me than uh, some fucking sky daddy that created me with sin so that he could punish me if I refused to obey him and not follow his path against the sins he gave me. So in my opinion, that's pretty fucking narcissistic. See, as we look back, or at least according to the Necronomicon, quote, it is generally accepted in the halls of magic that all of the wisdom in the world is useless without the necessary adjunct of power. This power has gone by many names as the goddess and the devil have, but the Chinese symbolize it by the dragon. It is the force of will and relies heavily upon the biochemical matter that makes up the human body and hence the human consciousness to give it existence. Science is coming around to accept the fact that the will does exist just at the point where psychology has determined it does not. In the behaviorist vein, attempt to eradicate what has always been known to constitute vital parts of the psyche from their consideration into pseudoscientific experimentation, leaving us with the, quote, white mice and pigeons of Kessler's The Ghost in the Machine. Have you ever read The Ghost in the Machine? I've never read it. Dude, great read. Yeah. I recommend it. Yeah. Totally great read. Wow. Anyway, the lunar landing was a symbolic manifestation of man's newly acquired potential power to alter the nature and perhaps via nuclear weapons, the course of the heavenly bodies, the Zonai, the elder gods. Oh, now we're getting somewhere. Oh, yeah. yeah, we're going to alter yeah. them, motherfuckers. We, we're dealing with uh, Matt, three tits. Sue, and... Three tits. Three tits and, and three 15 tits. tentacles. <laughs> it's got to be... Oh, an, everybody's getting laid. It's got to be an, It's got to be like a an odd number of tentacles. So this is a good place for... You can't have for, eight uh, tentacles or ten. <laughs> you can have like nine or thirteen or fifteen. I figured this would be a good place to put our old song in there, but, uh, you know... <laughs> <laughs> it has a power the ancient ones have been waiting for for millennia, and it is now within their grasp. The next century may deliver unto mankind this awesome power and responsibility, and will leave him knocking on the dread doors of the Azonai, the Agigi, approaching the barrier that keeps out the Absu. And one day, without the benefit of the Necronomicon, the race of men will smash the barrier, and the ancient ones will rule once, once more, once more, once more. more. Now, this, this chapter ends with the phrase, it is there always, and Cthulhu calls. Yeah. That's what's up. It is there always, and Cthulhu calls. That's the name of my first single off my new album, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it by yeah. the uh, Christian Punk Sox? Yes. 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 That's yes. a good band. But we talked about Absu. Remember talking about Absu? Absu was the god that they, like, murdered and, and like, ground up in a food yeah and then they like made it into a giant meatball and now we live on absu yes yes <laughs> that was from uh the lesser key of solomon wasn't it it was oh, one of those books yeah i'm pretty sure i i may be wrong and you know you guys can it was me one out, of those but... ancient texts where it was like we live on absu who was the god that they destroyed right and right. made into a big ass <laughs> meatball that we live on well i mean <laughs> bodies are made of meat so yes. uh yeah <laughs> I'm feeling pretty comfortable with I'm that. I'm feeling pretty meaty myself today. <laughs> <laughs> no, he just had a couple of euros for lunch. I did. <laughs> I'm well, I could go for a fucking euro right I'm now. I'm seriously sweating. What time is it? Is it time for euro right now? <laughs> <laughs> is it euro time? <laughs> uh, I, I get it. You're right. I deserve that one, Gus. Next time I'm going to punch you in the dick. 
<laughs> Man, I hate being punched in the chest. Fucking oh, you just wait till we're done here, buddy. <laughs> Fucking Gus. All right, what do you got? All right, guys, we made it through the intro sections. All right, finally. finally. <laughs> and this that was all just like uh, whoever Simon was. Yeah. That was his breakdown of different parts. Of all the historical documents that he had come across. Historical. That, yes. That's why I did air quotes. And- <laughs> but, you know, he, he didn't say it in italics. Yes. You, know, you have to speak in italics when you're doing air quotes <laughs> over a podcast. Oh, okay. Everybody knows that, Chuck. I, what the I'm fuck? Still, I'm still getting used to speaking in italics. I'm, I'm new to this. <laughs> come on, Isaac. <laughs> so let's see what this is really all about okay gotcha the first thing we come across is an intro by the mad fucking arab fuck yeah dude yeah, yeah. yep, yep. Uh, this so he's so, supposedly the one that wrote the necronomicon right yeah yeah and hp lovecraft um allegedly yeah and <laughs> we brought that up we allegedly. brought it up you know how in dialect the name doesn't work and all this and uh, you know hp lovecraft just created it but there are so many people that are like yeah that's bullshit that's a cover story fucking lizard <laughs> illuminati shit you know yeah man so over the years his name has come out as abdul al-hazazared it's al-hazred al-hazred yeah and like that was the name we talked about how yes. it just phonetically in in arabian dialect it just doesn't, it doesn't work. work yeah yeah He's only known as the Mad Arab. Like throughout the entire book. So his yeah. name Abdul that's not what he came to be known yeah. as in the book. He's yeah, just the, the book mad never Arab. says that name. That name yep. comes way 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 yep. after the book. Yeah, basically in the entire book he's just the Mad Arab. Yeah, so after the initial four So I just think of like, you know, somebody living in the Middle East, they they're like, "Oh, I would really like a falafel." Oh, we're all out. Son of a bitch. I'm going to write a fucking book and I'm going to rate and I'm going to take this world down with me. Okay. Everybody goes down. All right? <laughs> it's not my own joke but i'm gonna interject here because you said falafel this motherfucking joke it's not my own joke please people i'm not stealing people's jokes yes he is (laughs) no he's quoting somebody else quote what's the difference between a garbanzo bean and a chickpea i have no idea i'm not gonna pay for a garbanzo bean on my face All right, right, I got a joke for you. (laughs) What's the difference between jelly and jam? Uh, You could jam it in, but you can't jelly it out. I can't jelly my dick up your ass. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving on. All right, so let's get up bad shit. Okay, fuck you, Gus. It was funny. (laughs) So after the initial forward, we have, quote, of the Zonai and their attributes. That was just a quick little quote. And another quote, <laughs> Zonai is, of course, a Greek word and refers to the planetary or heavenly bodies, for they are zoned. For they are zoned. Yeah, they are zoned. So uh, zoned, i.e. having set courses and spheres. I guess zoning means you have a, a zone to Dude, be Dude, his in. drunk priest passed out again? I yes. thought he was going to read this Nah, he's, he's, you know. passed out, yeah. Yeah. We got to stop leaving the sacramental wine open over in the... I still can't figure out why you keep buying sacramental wine. He brings it. <laughs> no, you had two bottles in your cabinet. That's because he left it. 
and I don't drink it. Because <laughs> you'll burst into unholy flames. Yes, yeah, most likely. <laughs> so they have these too, set buddy. courses and spheres. They're also known as such in the Chaldean oracles. So they appear in both these places. So, but they're, and they're all considered the same. Yeah. yeah. So the spirits or bodies that exist beyond the zonai are called ezonai, meaning unzoned. Ah, well. Well, those, those without a zone are called ezonai. It's like you go to build a building and they're like, hey, uh, commercial or residential? <laughs> well, you're unzoned, buddy. You're ezonai. <laughs> yeah, we're going to take care of that on the paperwork. <laughs> yep. So whether this refers to the so-called fixed stars having no sphere of ascertainable to the early astronomers so in other words basically um it wasn't recognized in the early years yeah we talked about uh fixed stars fuck, before. neptune wasn't even discovered till what the 50s 40s or 50s or some shit no it may have been way earlier than that fuck i can't remember now God anyway it. it also mentions comets and it says is unknown to the editor but what we do know nowadays is that fixed stars are kind of the stars that stay in their relative same place but the non-fixed stars are, are like the comets, comets that move sure. through you know the, the the astral plane or whatever you want to look at it as yeah. whatever the case may be the zonai seem to include the seven philosophical planets okay i.e. including see, didn't they used to okay i'm i'm sorry go ahead i, I might be getting say, ahead yeah. including the sun and moon. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, bodies. they used to think that the moon yes. was a planet. Again, we yeah. talked about that. Again, yeah. The, in multiple times when we've talked about these occultic books, they yeah. do refer to the moon and the sun as planets. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that it just goes back to the not quite having the, the scientific knowledge to differentiate between a celestial body and a planet. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, they just knew that they were kind of moving. They're there. They move yeah. in the same pattern yeah. every night, yep. every day, yeah, every they year. They followed that same arc across yeah. the sky, and as seasons changed, they changed, you yep. know? Yeah. Yeah, and so if they're fixed, they're the ones that are always the same. If yep. they're not, yep. blah, blah, you blah. Could track, you could track it all year, or, hey, this fucker just popped up, it was there for a week, and now it's gone. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that goes on to say, of course, the same with all the other planets that we know, Mercury, well, Venus, the ones Mars, they knew Jupiter, yeah. Saturn. Yeah, yeah, those are the ones they knew then. So you had Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, the sun, and the moon. Those yeah. were their seven philosophical planets yep, back yep. in the day, you know? Yep. So each has their own seal and their own number. Okay. Now it sounds familiar. Like it we does. just said, it's yeah. familiar as shit. It really is, you know. And, and I think that's because it does take me back they to the lesser assign, key of Solomon. Yeah, they you know? always assign these numbers and their own seals and right. their own uh, things that they can and can't do. Which kind of pisses me off because that's the main reason we have algebra and calculus. Because <laughs> of shit like this. Yeah. <laughs> just to clarify this shit. A equals fucking nothing. Get out of here. All right, go ahead. Sorry, buddy. After that, there's the book of entrance. Ooh, okay. It's basically a system of self-initiation into the planets. Okay, so you can initiate yourself to be, I live on Jupiter. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Some do believe that this was in reference to the ziggurats. Oh, um, uh, yeah, Mesopotamia. Yeah, yep. the uh -huh. ziggurats. Ziggurats? Yeah, it's like they're mountains. Yeah. Yeah. These are seven-story tall mountains, right. basically. There isn't a walkthrough guide outside of the mention that the key to each gate lies in the gate before it. Oh, see, there's the double talk I love so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really vague 
Huh? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I, I, I gave you the answer. Yeah, I mean, the, the key to East Gate lies in the game in the before gate it. Before it. I mean, I, I, I don't know what, what, what you want me to fucking open them for you. Come on, come on, come on, here. come on. <laughs> I feel like fucking Beetlejuice. Come on, I know. come on. <laughs> so naturally, following that, we have the incantations of the gates. It seems like those would have been handy, like maybe before right. we went to the gates. <laughs> you you got to know how to get the incantations done. Right. <laughs> it's like in the never ending story when he's like going to the Oracle gate or whatever. Right. <laughs> hey, do you hear they're remaking that? Oh, God. I guess uh, the new one's supposed to come out in 2024. Huh. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Yeah. They're probably going to make... No, Falco, no! (laughs) Ask your grandparents, your aunts, uncles, I don't know, anybody cool? (laughs) Probably going to make the rock biter like a tree hugger. No, the dog's going to be the rock and Kevin Hart's going to ride on his back. (laughs) That's what it's going to (laughs) be. Oh, man. So after that, we have the conjuration of the fire god and they say quote it should be noted here that wherever sumerian phrase appears in the original oh why am i australian (laughs) was australia even a thing back then no it should be noted here that wherever a sumerian phrase appears in the original ms we have kept it as it is untranslated as we expect the man arab would have wanted it Quite possibly, even he did not know the exact meaning of much of the conjurations in the old tongue, but (laughs) viewed it as a barbarous tongue, which must be preserved because of its essential power. Indeed, with the publication of this book, Sumerian may become as popular among magicians as the strange angelic language of the Enochian, discovered by Dr. Dre, I mean Dr. D, (laughs) and Elizabeth England. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Dre discovered that shit and then made his first (laughs) album off of that shit. Oh, oh, hey, man, that shit's dope. Uh, I'm going to write the chronic. Yo, I'm going to drop a beat on this motherfucker. <laughs> straight, 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 straight out of Compton. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so what were you going to say? Oh, you wanted to fuck. interject there at one point. Something, man. But I was in the old tongue. <laughs> oh, yeah, because e- even the mad Arab didn't know what it meant. Right. <laughs> but he's like, oh, it's a barbarous tongue. It must be preserved because probably has power. I mean, I am the man Arab. I know things. If he didn't understand what it actually meant, it could be like, you seen that movie uh, Caveman with Ringo Starr in it? Yes. There's fire. Remember when they were doing this? And the old man, they keep putting his hand on the fire. He's like, ah, (laughs) ah, ah. ah." There's the one part. What a great movie. They're making some fucking food, right? And they're all calling it random caveman names. (laughs) And the, the one guy, he goes, no, man, that's food. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's called music, bitch. <laughs> so at this point, we find our first description of what one of these incantations might have looked like. And it says, Oh, Kekos Dios, oh, Kekos Demon, oh, Demon, Numa tu aranu, Thumathiri, Numa tesges, Thumathate. And that, I guess, roughly translates to, oh, wicked God, oh, wicked demon, oh, demon spirit of the sky, remember, spirit of the earth, remember! Right. Okay, sure. Right before you started to actually translate that into English, I thought you had had a stroke. No, 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 no. That was uh, your bedroom ceiling opening up. Oh. 
as we do these incantations. Yeah, so we probably shouldn't be doing absolutely these. Absolutely, did not want us to do these. Yeah. <laughs> this is not it's, a good idea. Oh, wait till the next episode. <laughs> Boy, if I got something in store. <laughs> so uh, at this point, I say we jump ahead and see what our angry little Arabian buddy has for us. Hey, Who do we got? Oh, oh, hey, he's awake. You're talking about angry Arabs. Right? Yeah, you, you know, know who the mad Arab was? Oh, yeah, the mad Arab blew up the tires on 9-11. Not, no, that, that was not the same. He's the guy that wrote the Book of the Dead. No, I did. Okay, let me see what the. Man, this <laughs> he's fucking wasted. Maybe, yeah, you want to sleep it off or you want to you wanna maybe just, let us in on some of your uh, knowledge? Let me see what I got here. You know that it's uh, what I understand if you're telling me that the Mad Arab is not the 9 11 terrorist. It's that, the Necronomicon, the uh, Book oh, of the, the Dead, Necronomicon. Okay, so it's uh, what uh, he How many says, kids have you touched? I, I touch. All of the kids, because no, I don't I, think you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> I touch their spirit and I bring them unto by spirit. Do you mean wiener? Lord. By spirit, do you mean wiener? There is no difference between the body and the spirit. <laughs> okay, we're gonna have to kick this fucker out, Chuck. <laughs> Holy shit! I can't believe you just said that. Right. <laughs> I might right. want to cut that. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm just gonna cut him out of here right. and just take over you, uh, for him <laughs> right. because that was not okay. <laughs> just fucking drink yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lay on the couch. Ca- there you go. There's uh, damn, the wine. Dude. There's the wine. <laughs> Yeah, just can yeah, you, you imagine? Dude, he didn't even get a drink. He fell back asleep. He's pouring it all over the fucking yeah, studio they, couch. Hey, man. All right. So what I think he was trying to get at <laughs> was that the mad Arab in the Necronomicon, not right. the other, yes. said, quote, this is the testimony of all that I have seen and all that I have learned in those years that I have possessed the three seals of Mashu. I have seen 1,001 moons, and surely this is enough for the span of a man's life. You know what? Now I got to do a little math <laughs> to keep find going. out how yeah. many how many moons you see in a man's life. All right, so I'll keep going. You do the math. Though it is said that the prophets lived much longer, I am weak and ill and bear a great tiredness and exhaustion and a sigh hangs in my breast like a dark lantern i am old the wolves carry my name in their midnight speeches and that quiet subtle voice is summoning me from afar it sounds like black metal lyrics dude so i just gotta say so i did look it up all right and he talks about thousand and one moons yeah so a thousand and one days right or is it from new moon a, to new moon? No, he just says a thousand and one moon. So I'm thinking a thousand and one nights. Nights, yeah. Okay, right. Uh, and that's enough of a span of that's uh, two point seven years. What if it were full moons, like from full moon to full moon or new moon? No, to see, new you're moon. just giving this motherfucker too much credit. I think that that's probably what it might have been. Maybe he's talking about 37 years or something, 47 years or something. Oh, hey Chuck, when did you get here, buddy? You ready I think to record? I'm right. Oh shit. I think I'm right. All right, keep going. <laughs> well, you made me lose my place. So. Oh, well, that's my fault. Uh, yeah, because I think you got the math wrong. I thought you were a professional. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to it. And a voice much closer will shout into my ear with unholy impatience. The weight of my soul will decide its final resting place. And if I do not finish this task... 
Take what is here and discover the rest, for time is short and mankind does not know or understand the evil that awaits it from every side, from every gate, from every broken barrier, from every mindless acolyte at the altars of madness. Ooh. <laughs> I got a little tingle in my Netherlands. It literally does sound like some black metal lyrics it or something. It does, dude. dude. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's <laughs> It's pretty good. For this is the book of the dead, the book of the black earth that I have writ down at the peril of my own life. Exactly as I received it on the plains of Aigigi, the cruel celestial spirit from beyond. The wonders of the wastes. Let all who read this book be warned thereby that the habitations of men are seen and surveyed by the ancient race of gods and demons from time before. Time. And that they seek revenge for that forgotten battle that took place somewhere in the cosmos and rid the worlds in the days before the creation of man. When the elder gods walked the spaces, the race of Marduk, as he is known to the Chaldeans, and of Engai, our master, the lord of magicians, known then that I have trod all the zones of the gods and all the places of Azul. And I and have descended into the foul places of the death and eternal thirst. Damn, I'm thirsty now, right, dude. I'll bet. Holy shit. Wow, man, them fucking and went on. You picked on. a bad spot to get thirsty. And it actually goes on and on. Yeah. It goes, which may be reached through the gate of Genzel, which was built in Ur in the days before Babylon was. And, like, honestly, we could spend several episodes on just his, like, thoughts. Yeah. You know, we really could, bud. Yeah, man. Uh, but I really wanted to get into, like, the meat of the book, so to speak. Yeah, I think it's better that we kind of yeah. read you some of the excerpts from the book and right. just take on it so, as we we go so we're gonna finish so he finishes all his opening thoughts he finishes with this remember always to copy each of the formula as i put it down and not to change it by one line or dot not so much as a hair's breadth lest it be rendered valueless or worse a broken star is the gate of ganza the gate of death the gate of the shadows and the shells recite the incantations as they are written here in the manner this prescribed prepare the rituals without erring and in the proper places and times render the sacrifices May the gods be ever merciful unto thee. May thou escape the jaws of the maskim and vanquish the power of the ancient ones. And the gods grant thee death before the ancient ones rule the earth once more. Kakamamusala. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Boy, man. Holy that shit. That was fucking intense. It uh, was intense and it took about 14 minutes. It's not like having minutes. sex while you're camping. That was like intense. <laughs> Not fucking intense. Yeah, I, I sometimes mix those two up. So. If you want to talk about fucking intense, uh, should we? Yeah, just for a second, let's break the let's break the whole thing down and do something a little different for just a second. One time, my wife and I went on an adults-only camping floating trip. I've heard this story. Okay, well the listeners haven't. At the <laughs> fuck you, Gus. You haven't heard the story either, motherfucker. Thank you, homie. <laughs> so at the end of the night, we were going to be sharing a tent, a lo- extra large tent, yeah. with another couple. Yeah, now, this was a big large. tent. Big no. tent. Yeah. 
We're they were be... not going to be all cuddled up like one giant burrito. No, it was a big tent, and we're like, well, let's get some private space. Well, another tent. Do Alan and Melissa know this story? Yes. <laughs> they were there. Exactly why I brought them up. <laughs> and by the way, uh, hey, Melissa. Hey, Timmy. Hey, Skylar. Alan, what's up? You know, those are our buddies. <laughs> All right, so don't, anyways, don't even say it. No, he he sat here four times. He was like, "You're actually waving at nothing," <laughs> and I was. <laughs> so I was waving at you guys. God damn it! Why did you not wave back? So we went on this camping trip with them. We're going to share a tent with the other adults, and it's a huge tent. I mean, you could have one fucking air mattress either way that's not the point <laughs> you guys could all share the same air mattress you know so put a little fucking uh red wrap down with some oil oh yeah everybody's coming out like sushi <laughs> <laughs> just throw some seaweed and rice in that motherfucker no, my, some raw tuna. i mean well the tuna's already there <laughs> you got tuna rolls for days motherfucker <laughs> there's at least two pieces of tuna already there <laughs> and you guys got the eel so i mean i don't see where anything could go wrong <laughs> Sushi is delicious. <laughs> Thank you, Gus. Thank you. So we decide, okay, we're not done for the night. We don't want to go back into the tent with them. But there's a, a free empty tent, empty of people. It's not an empty tent. This tent has, like, box of donuts, a cooler. So somebody else's it's, tent. No, it's a, it's a supply tent essentially dude this is not a video game no it's no, a, this is somebody else's no tent. no it's yes it's, it was it was a tent that we set up to hold nothing uh, but our supplies okay right. yeah it had like you know, extra bags in it it had the sleeping bags it had donuts it so had, you had more coolers. girls with you than you just your wife <laughs> <laughs> all right anyway we're getting off topic and we need to get back to the story <laughs> Anyway, we went and banged in there, and then there was donuts smashed everywhere, and everybody. So you was, ruined everybody's yes, breakfast. We did. We ruined everybody's breakfast. It was. What the fuck is wrong with you? Hey, I'm not thinking about your breakfast when I'm trying to put my wiener in a donut, dude. You need to. Okay, I'm gonna hook you up with my buddy Rory McBumblebutt. <laughs> we'll see what he has to say about. Oh, that. he's gonna give me plenty of buns. To put wieners in. Ugh, I hate you right now. <laughs> All right, get what do we got? The goddamn story, man. You fucking get on with it. <laughs> All right, breaking down the Zonai, he writes, "Quote: The god of the moon is the god Nana. He is father of the Zonai and the eldest of the wanderers. He is long of beard and bears a wand of lapis lazuli in his palm and possesses the secret of it, the tides of blood. His color is silver. His essence is to be found in silver and in." camp for you know just in case maybe you can't afford silver because hey let's face it times are hard and silver is expensive i think you could use camphor on like bug bites and shit and then, and then well okay but <laughs> also in those things bearing the sign of the moon huh how about that that doesn't help with bug bites uh -huh. <laughs> yes he is sometimes called sen his gate is the first you will pass in the rituals that follow. His step on the ladder of lights is also silver. His number is 30, and, he, and his seal... It, so we're going to try to explain these, kind of like we did in previous episodes. Yeah, like these similar. Symbol, symbols uh, and seals. So this one, it, it's kind of like a, a bike spoke with the eight tines coming out of it. Okay, yeah. Each one of those tines has a tiny little circle at the end of it, you know, and then there's like a quarter moon on his back, and... Uh, Oh boy, uh, a circle kind of thing with a like a capital E with a T that comes out of the bottom end of the E and a W like with the left line extending up into a small circle or something. I don't know. 
Dude, it's it's not easy to describe. Wait, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, His turn's next. Don't worry. As we get into describing the different kind of symbols and shit that's in these books, it's not like they're like, hey, tic tac toe, you know. It's not like it's not like an X with a circle on the left corner or something. And some of them like plain and simply, nope. Not even a fucking chance where you yeah, try. There's just so much going on, so much nonsense. Like, fuck that. So, anyway, it goes on. His seal, which you must engrave on his metal on the 13th day of the moon in which you are working, having no other person about you who may watch you in his manufacture. Being finished, it should be wrapped in a square of the finest silk and laying aside until such time as you desire its use, and then it should be removed only after the sun has gone to its rest. No ray of sunlight should strike the seal, lest its power be rendered nil, and a new seal must needs it be cast. So what I'm hearing is like somebody's like, oh, they're casting a spell against me. Oh, I'm gonna put your seal in the sun. <laughs> Thwarted you. <laughs> good, good luck next time, sucker. Uh, yeah, you're up on the. I, I'm awake during the day, so I'm gonna win. <laughs> you're kind of like a vampire, but I don't have to kill you. I just have to grab your stupid little fucking thing here and put it in the sun, and I win. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, it does. Yeah, man. Shit. So the god of Mercury is called Nebo, and his number is. 12 as far as his symbol man like i have no fucking words you know but i'm gonna try so okay we have uh we have a square right and the whole picture is a square so the picture the outline it's a square right okay all right it has two lines running from left to right in the top left corner at a diagonal slope so like in the so picture us you know this square in the top left corner cutting off just barely any of the corner there's a line that cuts off that corner okay and then yeah, past yeah, yeah. that there's a bit longer line that cuts off that corner as well okay yeah okay kind in of picture in the corner it. yeah yeah okay okay so now above it the first one is a sideways u so above that very first one the shorter one there's like a sideways u in that little corner that that line cut off there's a u kind of so you got like you know the corner and then the line kind of makes it like a triangle. Yeah, and a there's totally a little sideways, sideways view. like turning right. you ninety degrees on, on the side. next line. There's like a, a fucking squiggly fucking line, like a dead sperm, like a snake. Um, but thank you for helping. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I I'm with you, Gus, on this one, buddy. He yeah, that was just bad, bud. Sorry. And then so at the end of this squiz- squiggly snake that kind of you know curves over this line. There's three little dashes. You know, the first one's, you know, so long. The next one's a little shorter. The next one's a little shorter, right? In the open part, there's what looks like maybe a matchstick or something. And it starts in the bottom left corner and kind of goes up to the right a little bit at a slight angle. And then it looks like maybe like the fire started, but then it loops down underneath it, comes up, squiggles a little bit, and then there's a flame on the top. Uh, yeah if you see it and you listen to what i'm describing you're like yeah yes yeah but dude it's just like there's no i I can't find any fucking other way hopefully some guys i try there can look at your necronomicon while we talk about it and see that 
that's what it looks like. Right. Because it's hard to picture. Oh, it's dude. It's really yeah. hard to picture. And it goes on. This is a seal which you must write on perfect parchment or know the broad leaf of a palm tree, having no other person about you who may watch you in this construction being finished. <laughs> it should be wrapped in a square of the finest silk and laid aside until such time as you desire its use. And then... It should be removed only when its light is in the sky. Such is also the best time for its manufacture. Whatever the fuck that shit means. <laughs> I, I got nothing. I think it means you have to manufacture it at that particular time. I think it means, uh, yeah, that's not going to make me come. <laughs> it might. <laughs> All right. So uh, next. Uh, hey, 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 motherfucker. Hey, fucker. Drag his ass out. Kick him out. I got him, buddy. I'm going to get him. Thanks, Gus, but that's no fucking help. For no. All right, you got him, Chuck? Get his ass out. You got him? All right, cool. Dude. Dude. Man, I haven't been in a fight in a while. My knuckles hurt, but. Oh, uh, yeah. He yeah, almost broke his fucking hand face on him. is going to hurt. Dude, I, I can't believe he said <sighs> touching the spirit was the same as touching Dude, the body. Dude, what a piece body. of shit. Yeah. That's. Yeah. All right. This motherfucker slept in the studio. (sighs) Yeah. He sneaks in all the fucking time, dude. Not anymore, dude. I swear, every time I see him, I'm going to beat the piss out of him. Yeah. Uh, All right. right, What do you got? All right. So we're going to move on, I guess, to uh, this next portion of the book that says, quote, the goddess of Venus, the most excellent queen, and Nana, not Ivana or Ivanka. Oh, or stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Why was- would you even bring that up? <laughs> Nobody was thinking that but you. <laughs> Called of the Babylonians, Ishtar. Okay, Ishtar. I've heard of the goddess Ishtar. Yeah. She is the goddess of passion. Both of love and of war. Hey, what, can you say passion two more times? I'm almost there. Passion. One more. Almost. Oh, passion. Oh, my microphone's sticky. <laughs> Your microphone has been Thanks, sticky, Gus. dude. <laughs> we moved you over to my home studio, and your mic—you couldn't even clean your microphone before bringing it over. <laughs> hey, look, flavor, baby, flavor, <laughs> flavor, flavor. Ask your motherfucking parents about sticky microphones and flavor, flavor. <laughs> All right, what do you got? Oh, where was I? <laughs> Depending upon her. Okay, yeah. Oh, both of them. <laughs> goddess of passion. She's the goddess of both passion and love and of war. And depending upon her sign and the time of her appearance in the heavens, she appears as the most beautiful lady. Why do I feel like you want to sell me a monkey's ball right now? <laughs> I'm just, I'm you get to three you wishes. <laughs> three. <laughs> it's a cute furry creature over here, but you can't get it wet after midnight. You know what I'm saying? But isn't it always after midnight? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't Everything understand. sexy happens after midnight. <laughs> but it's always after midnight. You never get it wet after midnight, Chris. Sometimes I spit on it, you know. <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> oh fuck you! That was funny. Oh, why do Why do we even let him in the studio? Anymore? I don't know. Oh, I that's because we can't do it all ourselves, too. But we I can't mean, do it all ourselves. Yeah, I mean, he did help. Oh, you think that's funny, Gus? Okay, he did help drag that drunk priest molester guy out. So. Oh. Yeah, that's probably the last you guys are going to hear from him, so I hope you... Fucking better uh, be, dude. I swear to God, next time, if you do hear from him again, it's going to be me beating the fuck out of him. (laughs) Fuck that, dude. Let's go.
All right, so she appears as a most beautiful lady in the company of lions and partakes of subtle astral nature with the moon god Nana. But now that Inanna takes her own for her own, and that once <laughs> chosen by her, no man may take another bride. Okay, okay. so what I'm thinking is, she takes her own for her own. Like, why, why say it twice? It seems like there's a lot of extra words. That, right. Yeah. She takes her she own. She takes for her, her own. own, and if she has you, you can't marry no other Brit. Right. Bridge, bridge. You can't marry another broad or bitch, which is a bridge. So a bridge. everybody, but we're gonna but, no, we're gonna say you can't marry anyone else. It's like if you have your own bag of popcorn and you go, this is. Wait, my are you own talking about putting like the hole in the bottom? <laughs> is that where you're at? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I did that once. I went to the movies by myself though, and yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna just. Yeah. Instead I, of eating the popcorn, uh, you fucked it? Is that what you're saying, Chuck? No, I was just trying to get away with masturbating in secret. Uh, it was one of those movies with Scarlett Johansson Yeah, in but it. you moan so much when you masturbate. I don't know how you can do it in secret. That's why the people next to me were staring. <laughs> My show's better than the movie. Every, every time Scarlett Johansson's on the screen, I'm like, oh. <laughs> Take it easy there, Woody uh, Allen. That's Jerry Chuck Lewis. at the movies. That's Chuck at the movies. <laughs> but this shit, uh, this shit goes on. Her number is fifteen, and her seal is a bunch of what the fuck? Exactly, dude. <laughs> I don't even know dude, what I this remember, fucking seal is, dude. I remember, dude. I remember this one, and it's like. You can almost give a description. Almost. Yeah. I'm going to try. But, yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm going to try. It's, right. it's a fucking square okay. that's, like, broke into four triangles. Okay, so basically a triangle at the top, right, left, right, right like bottom. Kind of yeah. diagonal crisscross. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Like but, an X, an X put through the middle of the square. Right, right, yeah, right. Perfect. And then the top middle, it's like a, an italic capital M. Right. And then the left side's like a weird italic J. Okay. Okay. The bottom is like a, a coil. Okay, I, I don't know, like a spring or a spirally coil sure. kind of thing. And on the right is the same eight-point spoke. It's oh, like, that we talked uh, about earlier. We talked yeah. about that earlier, yeah. Okay. yeah. It's well, like that's not wheel. so bad. Yeah. Fuck, you had a hard time describing it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. It, it's still, man. I mean, these symbols, like, seriously, how how is drawing just random fucking shit magical? Uh, apparently, if as long as you can't describe it, it's magic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so... Is it Sting still now that he's not with the police, or is he stung? <laughs> Either way, like he said, every little thing she does is magic. So <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with that, but okay, I, I see. But seriously, so now there. that he's not with him, is is he stung? It's stung. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Curious. <laughs> Okay, so it goes on. This is a seal which you must engrave on copper. Venus being exalted in the heavens with no one about watching its construction. Aye, aye. <laughs> <laughs> being finished, it is to be wrapped in the purest silk and lain safely away, only to be removed when need arises at any time. 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 <laughs> so, time. so you can only remove this. When you need it, 
right. at any time. <laughs> right. Anytime you need it. But if you don't need it, yeah, there's just, not a time. No, you no, just can't. You just right. leave it there. You don't need it. <laughs> so the God of the Sun is called Shamash or Samash. Depending on the dialect, you know, it's like, um, I think like the Greek or Latin version, like when it was kind of translated or whatever, was Shamash. But I think in the original Arabic, there Didn't is no SH. H. Yeah. So yeah. it's Samash. But uh, anyway, his number is 20. So it seems like all of these from this point forward, like the symbols, they are all that same square with that cross through it, creating the right, four right, different right. triangles, you know? Yeah. But this one's a little different. It's like you got the square and then there's like a rectangle, like two straight lines drawn in the middle to make it like a rectangle in the middle of the square. Does that make sense? Yeah, I kind of get what you're saying. So like two straight lines in the middle. And it starts about an inch down from the top line. So you got this like header. And then it's like you have indent tabs on each side inside the square. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. Like, okay, it's like a rectangle that comes up from the bottom. Of in the middle of the square, right, yeah. and it stops just before the top. And the top, there's a line going straight across from left to right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like a header, yeah. right? Got you. Now, in that little header, there's what looks like a capital D, the number two, and like a weird fucking Y looking thing. That's because this used to be used to measure your D. <laughs> You would just well, you have to it times it by two yeah, and then compare see. it to the Y. <laughs> yeah, and that's where male measurements are as opposed to yes, female. Me- exactly. See, see Be- look at that. We are solving <laughs> issues. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, yes we are candy. We are solving issues. Answering the tough questions. That's that no why one wants women's to ask. measurements are different than men's. Of course. Yes. Because we got a times at times too. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I did see this thing now. <laughs> uh, we're going to do this because, like, I mean, this is a long episode, but I, I saw this video, right? And it was a guy who took exactly six inches of wood. Uh huh. And he, he measured it out at six inches and cut it. And he went and asked, like, 10 women and 10 guys. Okay. Only one guy got it wrong. Okay. Of all the guys, most of them said six, six inches. inches. One guy said five. Right. Okay. Every single woman except for one got it wrong. Saying, where the men got it right. Wait, they were saying how long? Was, uh, they were given all kinds of different, like, oh, he bigger, go, smaller. How, he'd be like, how big is this? They'd be like eight inches. Oh, shit. <laughs> good God. I need to date those women. Oh, wait, I have a girlfriend. Whoo, I don't have to date any women. Oh, good God. But they'd be like, oh, that's eight inches, 10 inches, whatever. But it was exactly, exactly six, six right. inches. Well, they've been lied to their whole lives, you know? <laughs> so uh, inside of that little middle rectangle part, okay. there's that same eight line spoke. Yeah, yeah, thing, yeah. But, like a pizza. But, right. But all those lines are like squiggly, kind of like, like a really crude drawing of the sun. Okay. Yeah. You know, a small circle in the middle and then like the tendrils come right, off and they like all, all wiggle. Yeah. yeah. So that's what it is. And then it goes on. This is his seal, which you must engrave in gold when the sun is exalted in the heavens, alone on a mountaintop or some such place close to the rays, but alone either way. (laughs) Being finished, it should be wrapped in a square of the finest silk and laid aside until such time as it is needed, kind of like your cum sock. (laughs) See, you only got to pull it out when it's needed. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) But it's funny to me like i heard mountains or some such place i'm like right or the race or something as long as you're alone it doesn't matter as long as you are alone you could be alone maybe in a cellar or a peep show booth or something like that (laughs) you could be on a mountain or the plains or on the beach or just in the ocean as long as As you are alone as long as it's some such place 
As long as you're in a place, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but it kind of matters a little bit, so just do what I told you. Okay. All right. Moving on. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what it's like, dude. Uh, these books, dude, I swear. <laughs> Shit, man. Oh, fuck. So we go Nurgles? Yeah. Yeah. That looks like what's next, buddy. All right, cool. All right, Nurgle. Have you heard about this motherfucker? You know Nurgle? Yeah. It, Nurgle. Yeah. Revenge of the Nurgles. Yeah. <laughs> Ask your parents. I think Nurgle is a member of a black metal band. Oh, no. I thought he was a Spice Girl. <laughs> Nurgle Spice. <laughs> it makes my soup damn good. <laughs> so, you know, his number is eight. Oh, no, yeah. I didn't. And his symbol is again broken down into these. No, fuck <laughs> <laughs> but Nurgle's but number is eight. <laughs> Nurgle's number is eight, and his symbol is again broken down into those four envelope-looking parts, with the uh, two having what looks like a flag laying on its back. The left side looks like some kind of a happy little torch with a fat quarter moon on top of it. They look so cozy and warm together. <laughs> The bottom is, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. that was pretty good. Yeah, Ooh, yeah if you want to go to sleep, <laughs> so we're gonna roll with it. Yeah, man, that's exactly how it is. But uh, on the bottom is this strange shovel with an arc that goes from like left to right, and like a T on the end of it. Okay, like, I, I don't know how to other to explain it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, on the end of it. On the left, it's like a plant stem with a capital E on the top. Okay. So, see, I've seen it. And so, yeah, I mean, yeah, to a degree, it, it does kind of explain it, but yeah. it's like there's no rational way to explain any of these. There's no, just not. There, no, no. Yeah. You just have to look them up for real people. Honestly. It's, honestly, we're doing our best. Right, exactly. <laughs> so it goes on. This is his seal, which must be engraved on a plate of iron. You got to engrave that shit on some iron. Dude, how do you even engrave an iron? <laughs> it's fucking iron. Oh, I was picturing like ironing a shirt. Oh, you were picturing an iron. <laughs> no, yeah. no, 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 no. Anything made of iron. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. On iron or on paper. <laughs> if you don't have any iron or you can't figure out how to you know, engrave it in iron, just draw oh. on some paper. Oh, You'll be okay. This paper has to be in blood. You gotta like, you gotta like you gotta write it in blood. blood. Yeah. You gotta write it now, in whose blood. blood. Does it have to be my blood? Can it be her period blood? Can it, it be a it chicken's just, blood? Just blood? Goat's blood? Doesn't matter it, the blood? It just says blood, man. I'm you... pretty sure period blood would probably be pretty good at summoning a co-hanger. <laughs> You either have to carve it in iron, or you have to write it on paper with blood. Okay. And I'm, it could be a, any blood. Like, I mean, it could be like, I don't but, know. But there's a catch. Yes. You can't just do this just willy-nilly. Oh, no. You can't just do it willy-nilly, man. Right. You got to do it when Mars is in exaltation in the heavens. When exactly is that? March. Tuesday. <laughs> I bet it's fucking Tuesday. That's why our episodes. Oh, uh, fuck. Yeah. It all makes. It's, yeah, it's a big circle. Yeah. It's a big circle, guys. That's why our best episodes come out in March, too. <laughs> right. I don't know why that is. Every Tuesday in March <laughs> is the exaltation of in, in the Mars heavens. and the heavens. Right. And, so. Yeah. Now we know. Also, it goes on that it is best done at night. 
far from habitations of men and of animals. You tell me one fucking place that there's not a person or an animal. Right? There's fucking bugs in every square inch Ooh, of the oh, world. Oh, there, there is that circle, that dead circle area in the fucking woods in like Russia or something, Siberia or some bullshit, the devil circle or some shit. Well, we talked about the devil's... Something, tramping ground the tramping ground that was yeah. in like the carolinas or yeah. something or west virginia or something but, but there's still bugs in it you're a bug <laughs> <laughs> move on all right so you're supposed to do this shit at night you know when uh, far from animals or men or whatever when you cannot be seen or heard you got to get away from society away from animals and then it must be wrapped first in a heavy cloth and then in a fine silk and hid safe away until such times as it is needed but to not but to take not to the, use damn it but yeah, to take it's just the way they wrote it that's yeah. just the way it's written <laughs> but to take to <laughs> But you take not to use the seal hastily, for it is a sharp sword. It's funny how you say sword. I say it only that way because it's funny. <laughs> I like it. I do too. <laughs> kind of gives me a little chubby. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, you finished that up Guys, for me. Guys, you got to remember, but, uh... he, he doesn't wear pants, so I can verify he's right. <laughs> you finished that up for me, but it is weird that like, okay, you got to do this. And it's always, it must be hidden away until it is to be used. Right. But why else am I doing this if I don't need to use it? It's kind of like a butt plug. You just hide Yikes. it away. Yeah. When it's hid away, <laughs> that's when it's in use. Yes. <laughs> so it's all contradictory. Look, it's yeah. not going to loosen itself. You know? <laughs> I wear one at least eight hours a day. <laughs> Yours has like a foxtail attached to it. Duh. That's what makes me sexy. Sure. I'm bringing sexy back, aren't I? <laughs> Fuck you, Gus. I am. Hey, you know when the crickets are around, you could do these things because you're in the, in the nature and not around the... Just fucking... Yes. Read the next part, dude. Come on. Tell the people... Huh? huh? Oh, yes. <laughs> it's so, it so funny what you were just saying, Chuck. Okay, let's move on. Just, just move on, then. It's weird how you just beat up the child molesting priest guy and then... Fall asleep it, every five seconds. It's weird that we didn't know he was doing that. Dude, it's weird that you didn't. You brought him in. Well, I thought he was cool. Yeah. I know now that he's not. <laughs> Read the fucking You know what? You know what's going to be the best part? You know what's going to be the best part? Is we're going to find out that he literally never touched a kid. He just fucking was so drunk. He just spoke like a <laughs> moron. And he got the, the shit truth. kicked out of him for it. <laughs> That's probably true. He probably never. He probably couldn't touch somebody if, if he, he wanted, wanted to. Whiskey dick. Right. <laughs> So so next up is Marduk, and his number is 10, and there's not a chance in hell that I'm going to try to describe this one. <laughs> yeah, there's just way too fucking much going on here. There's like a lot of squiggles like and spaghettis and, 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 and a square. Yeah, and then and they like, cross the other lines with hardish tacks. <laughs> fucking, I don't know. Like, I don't know. There's just, there's no way. You're going to have to look up Marduk, M-A-R-D-U-K, Necronomicon, look up his symbol, because there's not a fucking no. chance, dude. <laughs> this Jesus. Is nuts. Uh, it goes on. This is his seal, which you must engrave on a plate of tin or brass. When Jupiter is strong in the heavens, while making special invocation to Enki, our master, this shall be wrought as the others and wrapped in pure silk and lain away until the time for its use. Know that Marduk appears as a mighty warrior with a long beard and, like, 
crumbs in an, a, 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 a craft beer in his hand <laughs> and a flaming disc also in his hands. Oh, and, so like like your normal hipster. Like a flannel shirt. Yes, a, yes, a but, but he also carries a bow idea. and a quiver of arrows and treads about the heavens, keeping the watch. But he'll he never needs use that craft beer to help him keep the watch, obviously, <laughs> Chuck. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Do you not know of the ancient gods? That permeate into our universe <laughs> and our dimension. Yes. I just cursed you. You didn't even know because you're not in tune. No. <laughs> Good luck pooping solid. <laughs> yes, I cursed as long you as it with comes diarrhea. <laughs> anyway, so. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's what happens when you drink those craft beers, man. It's just all liquid. just comes right out, dude. Just, it falls out. Take care to summon his assistance in only the most terrible of circumstances, for his might is powerful and his anger fierce. When thou hast need of the power of the star Jupiter, call instead one of the appropriate powers listed within these pages, and they will surely come. <laughs> if you, like, stroke it in just the right way, or maybe give it a little rubby rub. Uh, it's just like the pages of a Hustler magazine. It's called it? Jack and Jill. <laughs> you can do one or the other, sometimes both, <laughs> in a, on a good night, you know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, so, the god of Saturn is called Ninib. Ninib. That's funny. That's what he called his penis piercing. Yeah. Ninib. Yeah. I got a Ninib, man. Ninib. And I had to show it to you, and then it was. Well, first he had to like untuck it from under the belt. You know, we both had that problem. We're fat, so it's like okay, so hold on. Like, oh no, here it is. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. like oh. I mean, does it get bigger? <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to touch the ninib first, right? Of course, you got to like <laughs> give it a little fingering. You got to finger the ninib. <laughs> Why did our, our episodes always take this turn? Everyone ends up talking about Chuck's penis. It's, it's out there for all you weirdos to hear. As long as he lifts his belly. Oh, for them to see. Okay, gotcha. Here, Nazi. <laughs> right. I didn't say Nazi. All right. Wow. All right. So the name is Ninib or Adar, and his number is four. This one has like a line from the top to the bottom on each side with a square in each corner. Okay, so basically, okay, so picture you have your original square, yeah. and then take, a line you know, coming about an inch in from each side. You have up, up and, and down, down lines, yeah. and an inch down and an inch up. You have lines across, so you have each corner is a square. Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Gotcha. And then in the top left corner is a sideways M. Ooh. Which I mean, depending on which side, that's kind of an E. <laughs> no, it's the other way. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, see, it's a three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's an M that looks like a three. Or kind of like that, that, yeah. Anyway, the bottom left is a capital N, and the bottom right is an A without the line in the middle. So it's just like that like a, like upside a, down triangle like almost. Yeah, like a Like little... take a V and flip it upside down. Yeah, like an upside down V. Yeah. Yeah. And then the top right is a capital T if it was like a palm tree. Yeah, because it's like the tendrils like, at the top are like drooping down, yeah. kind of hanging yeah, on. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Almost like a, a wishbone. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's yeah. a good way to explain yeah, it. Yeah, it really I is. I was yeah. picturing um, the sign outside of a pawn shop. 
all pawn shops have that sign that's like a no. upside down. Like, yeah, no, no. yeah, they do. Man, I don't pawn Look very much it. stuff, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Chuck fell in hard time. Uh, you've been listening to Railroad Joe. <laughs> that's that's just, your problem. He's like, hey, I tell you what, Chuck, oh, I can sell all this stuff for you. <laughs> Give me a ride. <laughs> I was wondering where like my guitar went, and I got oh, all that's these, probably like... still in his man purse. <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. Like, the dude came over and, like, half my shit disappeared. <laughs> but why'd you give him a ride to the fucking pawn shop then? I thought he needed a ride. He did need a ride to sell your shit. <laughs> At least he gave me a hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, continue, buddy. So, in the middle are some more squiggly lines, like, right in the middle of this and whole it's like, thing. Dude, there's really no describing just them with any squiggly sense. lines. Yeah, it's, seriously. Yeah. It's just like a, like a, a sine wave or something. Yeah, it's like something. a... It goes on, this is his seal, which you must engrave on a leaden plate or a bowl. So a plate or a bowl, either one. <laughs> like, right, you know, this it has is some kind of dinnerware. It's got to be yeah. like lead. Because everybody eats off of lead nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> like, we still have it in our paint and everything. <laughs> <laughs> so it goes on, keeping it well hidden from the eyes of the profane. So you got to put it on this lead plate. And then keep it hidden from the eyes of the profane. So who are the profane besides us? Um, what about you, weirdos? Are you guys profane out there? <laughs> I got a feeling you are. Now it should be wrapped and put away as all of the others. You know, like it should be like hidden until it's useful. Right. So <laughs> once you desire to use it, you can pull it out. Or kind of like your wiener. <laughs> except, <laughs> except it should never be removed when the sun is in the sky. But only after the night has fallen and the earth grown black. That's what's up. <laughs> I stand with you. <laughs> so you can't use it during the sun, right? Right. You can't do use it when the sun, because Ninib knows the best ways of the demons that prowl the shadows looking for sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is so weird. Dude, yeah. It's almost like it's nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> he knows the best territories of the ancient ones and the practices of their worshippers and the location of the gates. And his realm is the realm of nighttime. Nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no time like the nighttime, motherfucker. Ain't no life like a Tupac life because a Tupac life don't stop. Sure it does. Oh, yeah, I did, actually. <laughs> so, okay, so after all that, we come to the book of entrance and of the walking. All right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is that... I'm getting something. I don't know, man. You should stop playing with the Ouija board, Dude, man. it's a spectral thing. Yeah. I well, know. hello, guys. It's me, Gilbert Gottfried. I'm back to help you with the weirdest candy on this side of life. <laughs> wow, Gilbert. I'm glad no you're back shit. on this side of life. He's one of my favorite right. people. I love well, that dude. Well, thank you, Chuck. And if you could not think about me when you masturbate, that would be okay. Sorry, can't do it. So I this <laughs> one, I remember this one from the long time ago when I died. You guys remember that? Did you cry? I did. I, I cried. cried. I cried throughout all of April and May. Well, that's tempting to go ahead and give you a ghost STD, <laughs> but let's move on. 
This is the book of entrance to the seven zones above the earth, which zones were known to the Chaldeans and to the ancient races that preceded them amongst the lost temples of Ur. And I know Ur whenever I see it. <laughs> well, no, hey, sure hey, we're losing it. you, Gilbert. I, I, not. Oh man, oh, oh, the connection. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> I was using the Ouija board instead of the Ouija board, which I use when I get bored with the Ouija. (laughs) (laughs) See, this is why I love this See, comedy is classic. (laughs) Thank you guys very much. I'm... uh, uh, uh. Oh, shit. Fuck it. Hey, uh, Gus, see if, see if you can uh, get that transmitter just a little yeah, more like in tune, tune buddy. In, motherfucker. Right. So anyway, know that these zones are governed by the celestial spirits and that passage may be had by the priest through those lands that border on the unzoned waste beyond. Know that when walking thus through the Sea of Spheres, he should leave his watcher behind, that it may guard his body and his property, lest he be slain unawares and must wander throughout eternity among the dark spaces between stars, or else be devoured by the wrathful Igigi that dwell beyond. You know what? Hold up. That You know what that reminds me of? Is like uh, if you get severed, if if the silver cord severs when you're spirit walking. You, we talked about Astro projection. We did an episode on it. Yeah, if your yeah, silver like cord your tether yeah. yeah then you 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 have to walk the astral plane forever right that's what it sounds and that's like that's what your watcher is for yeah Right, so uh, let's see. Know that thou must walk the steps of the ladder of lights, each in its place and one at a time, and that thou must enter by the gates in the lawful manner as it is put down in the covenant, else thou art surely lost. Know that thou must purify for the space of one moon for the entrance to first step, one moon between the first and the second step, and again between the second and the third, and so on in like manner. Thou must abstain for space. Spilling thy seed, Chuck, and any matter. <laughs> Why are you going to like, me out like that, motherfucker? <laughs> no, it goes on. You must abstain from spilling thy seed in any matter for like period of time and stuff because <laughs> thou mayest worship at the temple of Ishtar provided thou lose not thine essence. Oh, so. And this is a great secret. So you, when you go to see Ishtar, you better have a full you sack. Have a, yeah, you gotta have blue balls. You gotta have a full sack because she wants to know. Spilling your seeds. Yeah, you can't be going out there and like spilling your seed just wherever you are. Right. Like, whoa, how are like you? Like masturbating on the bus or something. Right. Can't be doing that, Chuck. So <laughs> that's, what, that's why Ishtar likes me better than you. Oh, damn. See? <laughs> All right, what do we got? All right, so this shit is followed by the seven gates. Ooh. Yeah, we kind of touched on some of these when we were talking about, like, symbols and stuff. So we're going to just cherry pick through it, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. And by the way, these are fucking super ridiculous <laughs> yeah. to describe. So there's that. Yeah, that too. <laughs> now, the first gate is that of Nana or Sin. Which we talked about. Followed by Nebo and Inanna or Ishtar. So Inanna is e- either Inanna uh, or Ishtar. Either, right? either okay, or. so let's see. We've got... Number four. Yep. Shamash or Semash. Or also known as Udu. Udu. Right. And then there's Nirgal, Nir- your favorite. Nirgal. Nir- Nirgal, Nirgal, yeah. whatever. Six is the Gate of Lord Marduk. Followed by Ninib at number seven. Okay. And of course, after all of these, there's, you know, the ritual that must be done like super fucking perfectly, right? right. Yeah. Yeah. It says, quote, 
First, thou must observe the moon of purification. In this time, thou mayest not eat meat for the space of seven days preceding the last day of the moon. And for the space of three days preceding the last day of the moon, thou mayest not eat anything whatsoever save to drink sweet water. Which I'm thinking is like beer. Yeah, it's got to be something. Tea, cocoa, beer, something. Uh, this is, oh, what's uh, the starts with an M? But I would assume that what it's What does the probably... ancients call their fucking beer? Grohl or something? Like, no. Mead? There's mead. 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 That's what I was thinking. Yes, only mead. <laughs> That's what I knew it. I was just trying to help Chuck get there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> On the last three days, thou must invoke, in addition to thy god and goddess, the three gate. <laughs> the three gay elder ones. Uh, we have fancy, special, and sparkles. <laughs> the three... no, I'm going to keep that in. <laughs> the three great elder ones, Anu and Lil Inky, by their proper invocations. And the number of Anu is 60, the perfect number, for he is father of the heavens. And the number of Enlil is 50, and he is the father of the wind. And the number of Inky is 40, as most excellent number. And he is our father of all who would tread these forgotten paths and wander into lands unknown among the waste amid frightful monsters of the Azunai. Second, on the night of the walking, which must be the 13th night of the moon, having begun on the previous 13th night. Man, there's a lot of nights here, man. This shit <laughs> takes a while. Uh, <laughs> it does. And it's always the 13th night right. of the 13th moon. Of the... <laughs> Which must be the 13th night of the moon, having begun on the previous 13th night. Thou must approach the gate with the 13th Oh, no, wait. With all and respect, thy temple is exercised. Thou must light the fire and conjure it, but the invocation of the god of fire and pour incense thereon. Thou must make offering to the deities on the altar. Third, thou must light the four lamps from the flaming brazier. That's right. It's oh, like oh, a yeah. bra, but it's only like primitive and very uncomfortable. It's a fire bra. <laughs> Hey, baby, your titties are smoking. <laughs> no, like, seriously, they're, they're like on fire and stuff. <laughs> like, like, your shirt has charcoal marks on it and shit. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Reciting the invocation proper to each of these watchtowers in its proper place, summoning the perspective star. Fourth, thou must recite the invocation of the Watcher, thrusting the sword into the earth at its station, not touching it until it is the appointed time for its departure. Fifth, <laughs> I know, right? You gotta shove that sword in there. I mean, you gotta then, get that sword all up in that earth, and then you can't touch it. No, no, you got, you, well, yeah, because if, if you move around, you're, you know, you can, sometimes you just gotta be still. Ah, ah, don't move, don't move, don't. Move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold it. Just be still, it. be still. Be still. Oh, come no, damn it. Move. Fifth, thou must take the seal of the star in thy right hand and whisper its name softly upon it. Sixth, thou must recite the incantation of the walking loudly and in a clear voice as thou walkest about the gate in a secular fashion, beginning at the north and walking to the east and then to the south and obviously the west after that because oh, that's, so that's how direction that's so works when work. you do circles. <laughs> you know, we understand these things. Uh, the number of turns being equal to the special number of the star. So let's say your star is 47. You are going to be quite dizzy. <laughs> Yes, yes, yeah. but w w fret not! 
for um, stuff's gonna work like really well and, and stuff and make you very powerful as long as you only use it in its proper time yes when it, whenever it's needed obviously yes, i mean obviously. come on chuck i mean we, we obviously this is magic i mean you can't can't afford to just fuck around with it uh, seventh thou must needs arrive back at the center of the gate before thine author at which time thou must fall to the ground looking neither to the right nor to the left at what may be moving that for these operations attract many kinds of wandering demons and ghosts to the gates, but in the air above the altar, whereupon thou wilt presently see the gate opening for thee and the spirit messenger of the sphere greeting thee in a clear voice going, <gasps> Hey, it's me! This is me! Giving I'm thee here. a name which thou must remember, for that is the name of thy passing the gate, which thou must use each time thou passeth thereby. The same spirit messenger will meet thee, and if thou know not thy name, he will forbid the entrance, and thou wilt fall to the earth immediately. <laughs> it's me, Dwight Pendergrass. <laughs> I'm <laughs> a redneck nerd. Um. I'm Dwight Pendergrass, and uh, they, they, I got this weird job. <laughs> I died off, and they was like, hey, you want to go to heaven or hell, or you're you and I was like, oh, you know, I'm pretty good at giving names. So, so I saw this guy over here, and I was like, uh, I, I say a joke, and nobody laugh. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Fuck you, Gus. <laughs> That's the kind of name this cocksucker's given. <laughs> so, when the first gate has been entered and the name received, thou wilt fall back to earth amid thine temple. Ooh. Yeah, that which has been moving about the gate on the ground will have gone so it's now gone it's it's nowhere to be found i know you were very worried about these like weird demons that you're not supposed to look at but don't worry they're gone now they're, they're gone now they, it's they, just uh, me dwight yes. pendergrass <laughs> it's our uh, lunch time in, in, in the netherlands <laughs> the lunch bell went off <laughs> like oh i was just about to get in but boy, <laughs> that shepherd's pie is really calling my name it is. <laughs> the weird thing is about the demonic shepherd's pie is it's made out of real shepherds <laughs> so no, <laughs> never mind. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Recite thine thanksgiving to the gods upon thine altar. Strike the sword of the watcher that it may depart and give the incantation of Anana, which say how she conquered the realm of the underworld and vanquished Cthulhu. <laughs> I am Cthulhu. Oh, <coughs> sorry. I'm oh, in yeah. halls. Yeah, please. Uh, there's there's some halls here in the studio. Thank you, Chuck. We do normally keep him here just to keep our throats clear. Well, yeah, yeah, Cthulhu yeah, so. hangs around every now and yeah, again. Yeah, every so. once in a while. He he definitely needs more halls than most. He's smaller than you would think, though. He actually has more mouths than you would think. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the better to suck you with, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> All Idimu will vanish thereby, and thou wilt be thus free to depart and the gate and extinguish the fire. So yeah, I guess you depart the, through the gate and then extinguish. Put the fire out. Put the yeah. fire out. Well, yeah, you can't go through the gate if it's on fire, right? <laughs> right. I mean, look, like, look. Hey, somebody smart once told me, I know the difference between a gator and a croc. He's, yeah, he's, he's a pretty smart guy. Yeah. yeah. So, so anyway. Thou mayest not call upon Nana 
Till thou hast passed the gate of Nana, thou mayest not call Nebo until his gate hast thou passed. Similarly, for the rest of the gates. Ah, so they are, they're, they're very, very similar. As, uh, okay, so <laughs> yes. we're, we, we did some, uh, uh, we, we had some rehab work done, and uh, there's actually only one gate now. <laughs> That's why they all look the same. <laughs> but once you get inside, there, there's doors and stuff everywhere. There, there's like tables and chairs and things. <laughs> and like once you're lamps. through the gate, you can call any name you want, but you do have to get through the gate first. <laughs> and then look. Okay, the uh, budget was down, and we had to make some decisions. <laughs> <laughs> now, when thou hast this ascended to the limit of the ladder of lights, thou wilt have knowledge and power over the spheres, and wilt be able to summon them thereby in times of need. Ooh. Again, when needed. <laughs> when needed. Only when needed. Because I do this shit, because I'm like, <laughs> I think I might need this later. Yeah. This will not give the power over Absu, however, thus this power being obtained differently by the ritual of descent. Ooh. This ritual thou wilt undertake in the 15th day after the 13th of the month, and when thou hast summoned the gate of Marduk to open. So it has to be the 15th day. So, so this shit the, takes like a month. The 13th month, of which we only have 12. No. The, the 15th day after the 13th day of the month. Oh, okay, yeah. sure. <laughs> Still, though, I'm like, yeah, I'm working on this shit for a fucking month. I, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to figure it out before Marta so has a chance to help me out. You have to Thanks, you fucking prick. 15 to 13. <laughs> after, the 15th day after the 13th day, well, that's like... <laughs> 28 days. 28 days. <laughs> that's a month. Like, I could have been in and out of rehab in that amount of time. <laughs> Maybe that maybe that's the thing. I don't know. <laughs> Where was I? So Marta goes on and he say you not we sp- I guarantee you half of this two hour episode is Chuck going, Oh, where was I? <laughs> it's hard to follow. By the time he cuts all of those out, it's gonna be like a thirty minute episode. I'm leaving and it. We're all. at two hours right now. I'm leaving it, dude. I'm leaving it all. I'm leaving everything. Just this like, is the first uh, Oh, there's just so many words. Where I don't remember the words I read. Where am I? <laughs> this is the first completely well, unedited Chuck episode. Chuck is at uh, <laughs> Chuck is on St. Clair Street. <laughs> Go, no, no, don't send Suge Knight to my house, <laughs> dude. He's old and fat now. We can take him. We he can was totally old and take fat him. Then we could take him. I think we could take him. <laughs> dude, I hope we get a fucking hit on Twitter. Knight's <laughs> like, bitch, <laughs> and then we could be like, bitch. Do I look like your mother? And then they'll get really mad. And we can start a feud with fucking old ass Sugar Knight. I bet, I bet, He's going to hang dude, you out the balcony like say, vanilla ice. I was going to say, I'll bet ice is on our side. I'll bet he'd be on our side for this. All right, sorry, man. So anyway, that was a hell of a sidetrack. Yeah, that's fine. But this shit goes on that Marduk slew the fiends and Nana, the goddess of the 15, conquered the netherworld where some of their still dwells so they 
kind of still dwell there. Like, well, he, the, so some of the gods still dwell there, but he rules it now. Yeah, he he like conquered it. Yeah, Marduk. <laughs> yeah. So this is the most perilous rite, and may be undertaken by any man who has the formula. I <laughs> like it was formula. Yeah. Formula. formula. <laughs> Whether he has passes the grievous gates or not, save that it is best advised to have passed through the Marduk gate before venturing forth into the pit. Well, I thought there was only one gate. How am I going to get to the pit if I don't go through the gate? You Come on! Go, you got to go through the Martin gate. These fuckers need to get their shit together. The pit, right? <laughs> now, for this reason, few have ever opened the gate of Adar and spoken to the horned one who resideth there and giveth all manner of wisdom regarding the operations of necromancy and the spells that hasten unto death. Wow. <laughs> wow. Only when thou hast shown thy power over the Maskim and Rabishu, mayest thou venture forth to the land of Vigigi, and for that reason was this covenant made, that none shall safely walk through the sunken valleys of the dead before having ascended to Marduk, nor shall they breach the gates that lie beyond Edar until they have seen the signs of the Mad God and felt the fury of the hellish queen and against the ancient ones there is only defense only a madman indeed such as i am called can hope to have power over them that dwell in the outer spaces for their power is unknown and the number of the hordes uncounted and each day they breed more horrors than a man's mind can conceive the sight of which he can hardly bear. This is some shit, dude. Yeah, dude this like, is pretty this deep. Is, like, it's wow. pretty deep, dude. This is probably one of the longest sections that, as I was going through and like researching, I was like, dude, all of this is in. It's like, yeah. and like, there's a lot of these. Uh, there's a lot of this stuff where it's like, if you go and actually read this for yourself, you're gonna be like, oh well, they left out this and that's yeah, and it's yeah, basically yeah. it's like. It's a podcast. We only have so much time to give you so much information. So we try to pick and choose what, you know, either amuses us or we find super fucking interesting. Yeah, this shit this just whole keeps part, going on. Yeah, this whole part is way, super dude. fucking crazy good. Yeah, it's it's, it's one fucking, of my favorite parts of the book nuts. so well, far. Well, well, why don't you take some of it? This is just nuts, dude. All right. There was a time when the gate to the outside was open too long, and I witnessed the horror that struck, of which words cannot speak, and of which writing can only confuse. The ancient one that had escaped into the inner world was forced back through the gate by a magician of great power, but only at a great loss to the villages and flocks of the island. Many sheep were slain after an unnatural fashion, and many devoured, and many bedow rendered scentless. Scentless? Uh, yeah. <laughs> they were blended. They couldn't smell they couldn't anything smell anymore. It was very strange. It or were like, they without ooh. scent? Like, they didn't smell oh, like anything. Or, or, or maybe it was senseless. Uh, they were like, <laughs> cuckoo pants. Ah, my bad. Oh, boy, you know, Asian talk. <laughs> boy, I'm You I'm are a man. Uh, hey, I am, I am. <laughs> uh, for that come from a world that is not straight, but crooked. And their existence is of forms unnatural and painful to the eye and to the mind, whereby the spirit is threatened and wrenches loose from the body and flight why do i feel like it should be more like but but crooked and their existence is a forms that are super fabulous <laughs> and very very welcoming to anyone and everyone thank you very much um 
let's go to Pride Fest. Like, I feel like that's where it should be. Because I, I love Pride Fest, dude. I don't know. Like, I don't know if you went. But All the boys are here. We went to this last Pride Fest. It was fucking, it was awesome. But there were there were a handful, you know, people around that were, like, basically wearing, like, um, gimp kind of suits and stuff. You're like, yeah, that's a little awkward, a you know? Little, it's like when you go out and... And, and, and I get it. That's how they're expressing themselves. Right. Fine. Fine. Yeah. But, but, uh, but yeah. like, when you go out in public and you're, like, in your, like, underwear with your foxtail butt plug in or something. Right. Right. You know, and it's like, you know, okay, you know, there's a lot of, you know, teenagers and a, a lot of... A lot of people there that are actually just just now finding themselves. And then, like, you kind of, you know, like my daughter, you know, my daughter's, you know, and your daughter as well, I think. And then. Yeah, they're kind of in this space now where they're trying to figure out who they are and and where they belong and where they fit in. You know, they're both kind of going through that. They're both 14 years old. And so, you know, we took her over there and she's seeing that stuff. She's going like, oh, boy. <laughs> That's a little fun. Yeah. But for the most part, dude, like, loved it amazing amazing anyway all right let's move on <laughs> yeah let's move on and for that reason the fearful utuku Xula take possession of the body and dwell therein until the priest banish them back to whence they came and the normal spirit may return to his erstwhile neighborhood and there are all the alu frightened dog-faced demons that are the messengers of the gods of prey and that chew on the very bones of man and there are many other of which this is not the rightful place wherein they may be mentioned, save to warn the priest against the ambitious striving against the ancient ones of the outside <laughs> until funny. mastery is acquired over the powers that reside within. It's funny because they mention them and they go, this is not the place to mention them. Right. So we're <laughs> going to talk about them, but, but, but forget that. Uh, right yeah, place yeah, to talk yeah. about them. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about them uh, 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 later over tea and crumpets. <laughs> yes, yes, the gods love crumpets. I, I mean, I I, I prefer, you know, the scones, but I will take the crumpets as well. You know, I'm, I'm not picky. <laughs> I'm just a translator. <laughs> Only when Ada has been obtained, may the priest consider himself a master of the planes of the spheres and able to wrestle with the old gods. Once death herself. Oh, I didn't know death was a woman, but it kind of makes sense because she's very um, temperamental. Yeah. 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 She could take you at any moment. Or but then she's like, usually dry. she's like, yeah, I'm not in the mood. And you're like, God damn it. Yeah. Fuck. Sometimes when you're in the mood, <laughs> right. you're in the mood. I'm in the mood. For death. Right. And, and she's, she's not like, in the mood. Oh, it's been a long day. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so once death herself has been stared in the eye, can the priest then summon and control the denizens of death's darkly curtain halls? Then can he open to open the gate without fear and without that loathing of the spirit that slays the man? Then can he hope to have power over the demons that plague the mind and the body, pulling at the hair and grasping at the and screaming vile names into the airs of the night? So you gotta pull death's hair. <laughs> Oh what? yeah, that's how what? she likes it. Squeaky, 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 squeaky. Yeah, <laughs> pull my hair, daddy. For when what? was the last time you heard Death say "pull my hair, daddy"? Yesterday, I thought so. Well, I stayed up late last night. Yeah, me yeah. too. For what comes on the wind can only be slain by he who knows the wind, and what comes on the seas can only be slain by he who knows the waters, and what comes on the sock can only be taken out by the washing machine. (laughs) (laughs) This, it is written in the ancient covenant. (laughs) I mean, that is a fuckload to take in, right? Like when you come in this wind or the sea or the sock. Right. It's got to be cleaned afterward. I mean, obviously. obviously. and, And that's like so much to take in. But, you know, the next part, guess what we're getting into? 
the end fucking cantations, bro. There's so much. You guys ready for this? I'm not ready ah! to take all of this in. Oh, dude, I'm so ready for this part. And you guys are our driving force. So come back next week where yeah. we're going to fucking get into it, guys. And I hope you enjoyed this part because the next part is going to be fucking crazy. Trust me, I'm stuffed full. I'm not ready to take any more <laughs> in. But uh, if you guys are, dude, maybe next week I'll be ready for some more. You should probably take that <laughs> fist out of your butt. No. He <laughs> <laughs> said so that's the only thing stopping it from coming out. <laughs> well, I have He's been a probed. burrito, and it's like... I have been probed an awful lot. <laughs> <laughs> so with all of this in mind, I would like to believe that all of you listeners out there are, are kind of like us. Like, we know that this is a work of fiction. It's super fucking intriguing. It's super awesome. You know, and it's fun to just kind of have fun with. But I know for a fact that there are plenty of people out there that are like, dude, you're messing with shit you don't know. Yeah. Here's oh, the thing. Yeah. I literally was doing research for this next part, you know, next week's episode. Yeah. My 14-year-old daughter and I, we were, you know, sitting there. She was helping me out. We were just hanging out and stuff. She did and an incantation. We sat there and read the incantations and goofy voices back and forth. <laughs> and I'll be damned if the only thing that happened was she grew horns. That's it. <laughs> That's it. So I'm like, oh, that's what we have to fear? Pfft, who cares? Like, she's she, in high school, dude. She's like, already, she's already having to adjust, you know? I mean, like, come on. It's fine. <laughs> uh, now, for you guys, if, if you guys do take this serious, I mean, fuck, dude, shoot a video. Send it to us. Yeah. Let us, like, hook us up with something, with anything. Tell us the reason that makes you believe that this is not something that was just made up yeah, by an you know author, you but this is something that, yeah. Send us a video of you doing some shit. Weird Candy Podcast at Facebook.com. Yeah. Uh, at G uh, Weird Candy Podcast Gmail. at Gmail, TikTok, like it's all, all out over. there. So yeah, just send us something. I would love, love, love to see a video, but fuck, even if you just got a tail, like just, I'm curious what makes you think if that you have this is any more real than... <laughs> Okay, Chuck's still trying to get sexual here. Uh, <laughs> it, it's been a long day for him. It I has. Don't know. It's been a it's like super long day. It's like 6.30 in the morning. It's been a super long day for him. No, uh, kidding. Uh, <laughs> but no, hook us up, you know, because as far as I'm concerned, this is nothing but a super fun fictional read, and yeah. I'm going to continue to have fun with it. So, it's awesome, uh, though. It's It's been I'll good. let you guys know, though, if like death herself decides to give me a handy. <laughs> I mean, you guys will be the first ones to know. Remember, an open mind leads to endless possibilities, guys. Join us next time for another piece of that sweet, sweet weird candy.